What's up, everybody? My name is Cam, and I'm your host for the Big Yikes podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Yikes podcast. Um, I just got back from Disneyland and was talking to Amanda about traveling, and she was talking about her airport hot takes, and that is what inspired tonight's episode, today's episode. Hello. It's because I'm recording this at night, so whatever. Um, but then I made a list. I was flying back from LA today and I made a list on my phone of just stuff I do at the airport, stuff that happens at the airport, stuff that should or should not happen at the airport. And I think this is going to be a fun episode because I mean, I knew this, but I'm starting to realize that everyone travels differently and everyone does things differently because like you just pick up what your family did. So I just, I don't know, I'm excited. But first and foremost, I will say I flew JetBlue to LA and because it's only an hour and a half flight, like you're literally chilling. It's literally fine. But at the end of the day, I think I decided I'm a Delta girl. Like I like American Airlines, never had a problem with them, never had a problem with like Alaska. I flew Southwest growing up with my family because you could check like two bags for free, but I always thought it was weird. Like you couldn't choose your seat. And, like, JetBlue was fine, but maybe it was the plane I took this time was not, like, a huge fan. And the screens were from, like, 2008. (laughs) But I realized, yeah, I would have to say, like, first and foremost, Delta is superior for, like, domestic travel. Even international. I mean, when I flew with them a couple of times or just, like, you know, out of the country, I think they do a really good job. They also have really good snacks. So... Yeah, that, I don't know. JetBlue, I love you, sis. I really do, but not as much as I love Delta. But anyway, getting into these airport hot takes or just hacks, I want to start when you first get to the airport or like go through security. Growing up, my mom, well, and my dad, we're both so anal about what time we got to the airport. Like, we're one of those families that probably gets like through security an hour and a half before we even start boarding so that tells you we're leaving the house three hours early for a flight to California which makes sense because you know they want to make sure the kids have everything everything's packed but like now growing older and when I travel a little bit more alone it's very interesting because I can kind of get to my gate closer to the time that we board than sitting there for like an hour but I think sometimes I still prefer going that early because I like to get work done. Like on this trip, I took homework with me. So I wanted to sit down and get some done or just like walk around. I don't know. So first of all, there's that. Second of all, I think putting your boarding pass on your phone is so, so smart. And I'd like to thank Apple for making that a thing because it just makes traveling so much easier. So then I only have to pull up my ID and I don't have to like worry about losing a boarding pass or whatever. Don't get me wrong, the paper ones are still really fun and, like, cute to collect, but I think overall, that was, like, a big, big, big hack on them. Um, going through airport security, I noticed throughout my time of travel, I would say comfort over fashion, and I think you can do both, and I've done both before where I'm like, okay, I'd rather look cute than, like, comfy, and I... (sighs) I'm here to say, starting from like the ground up, you need to wear socks, first of all, because when you take the shoes off and you have to walk through security, there is nothing more disgusting like for myself or seeing someone else barefoot going through security. I like, 
disgusting. So I would say that I'm like a huge sock wearer. I am, I am for the socks at the airport and also slip on shoes because I think if you're traveling at like a more crowded time, since you go through security and everyone has to take their stuff out and put their shoes on, it's annoying being like the last person or just taking forever to tie your shoes. So whether that's slip-ons or like, yeah, actually it's little slip-ons or like Velcro vans, just like something really quick. So you don't have to like sit and tie your shoes. Also, I would say elastic pants or like jeans that you don't need to wear a belt with oh my gosh growing up when we travel with my dad and he had to take off his belt well, I don't know why it takes people 10 times longer or at least like in my head to put back on their belt post security than they would like in a normal daily routine no belts no 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 also I'm gonna say no hats either because they're gonna make you take it off and I try and wear my hair down now because I feel like I get stopped every time I put it up in like a bun. Like today, I only had it even like half up and they had to pat down my head, which I thought was really funny. Um, anyway, going after like post security, we're on the walk to our gate now. I would say it's more beneficial to have a reusable water bottle, but I get there's some instances where that's not going to happen because water in the airport or treats everything in the airport in general is almost like double the price than what you'd get outside of it so it's just like a hassle to get that taken care of so if you can bring a reusable water bottle bring it saves time but also i don't like airport water like filling it up from the fountain i don't know because even they have like they have like the filters that they would at like school on campus but i just don't like the way airport water tastes so i end up like asking starbucks to fill my water bottle or if I didn't bring my reusable water bottle, right, I'm going to go buy it snack-wise. Snack, this is tough. If I'm feeling some type of way, if I want to spend money, I'm you know I'm going to buy the snack. If I have like a little time to kill, sure, and I plan it. Ooh, if I planned it right, I'm going to go get the meal. But I would say if it's just like a quick flight, don't get a snack. Or just get like something tiny, like a little granola bar. But it sucks because it's still going to be really overpriced which again is fine but it just depends on how much you want to spend so i would say bring your own snacks and or water bottle but if you can't it's still quite the experience to purchase it when you're there but i don't know if you don't want to sometimes you got to be frugal you gotta be a frugal queen even though you're spending money flying walking to the gate i would say if you're flying domestic bring headphones no I always bring airpods either way I have like the normal headphones I'm gonna plug into the tv on the airplane and then I have my headphones just to listen to music because I here is my mindset the hallways of the airport are your runway sis and even if you are in baggy sweats and a sweatshirt and a messy bun you still have the opportunity to show up and show out everyone because this is an opportunity for everyone to be looking around and there's nothing better than you can do for yourself than listening to a fire playlist or a fire song and walking down the hall. And if you're in Terminal B, if you know the Salt Lake Airport, and you have to take that long-ass 15-minute walk, again, you're going to be grateful you brought those headphones. So I would say bring the headphones and plop yourself down at your gate. Always pee before. So crazy. It's literally, the more I think about it, I'm like flying is a simulation. Like I think life is a simulation in general. But especially flying when you're, oh my gosh, especially when they're like, oh, we have a full flight today. Like, how is, how are so many people 
flying to the same destination as me at the same time. That's got to be fake. Like, you can't tell me that's real. It's insane. And also, can we just acknowledge how, like, we don't converse with anyone? Like, we sit next to at the airport. At least, like, I don't. I'm not, like, sparking up conversation. Like, hi, where are you from? Like, what are you doing? Unless, like, something happens. I just don't think it's very common for us to, like, do that. And, like, why is it an unspoken rule that, like, we usually just don't talk to people next to us unless something, like, unless we need to or unless, like, something happens? normalize I'm telling it to myself but like normalize talking to people just kidding no I'm not gonna normalize it because like I don't want to bug them so I'm not gonna do that whatever I think now that we're on the flight like I'm like okay we're just moving through like the sections here when I get on the flight no when I board the flight I will never understand boarding first class first first hello I will never understand boarding first class first because we all have to do the walk of shame like they just called us poor as we walk in and maybe that's why they do it but logistically I think it is the smartest to board the plane from the back to the front so we are not wasting time at all because I just I just hate hitting people with like my bag or like walking to my seat in the back and looking having everyone like making awkward eye contact with people and just being like okay It's also awkward and embarrassing to put your, like, carry-on overhead. Especially when I was younger and, like, I couldn't reach it and someone has to help you. Ugh. So embarrassing, personally. Or when there's no room and you're like, okay, I don't know where to put this because I don't want to have to walk back because a ton of people are behind me. But also, if I put it further in the back, then when I get up to leave, I'm going to have to go to the back and grab it. So, it's just, like, a lot of anxiety. A lot, a lot of anxiety. Um, Getting to the seat. I know some people are window girlies. They love leaning their head on the window. They love looking out the window. I was the same way when I was little, but no more. I've discovered over the last couple of years that I am an aisle girl through and through. I will never be the middle seater. I hate, I hate the middle seat. I've been stuck in that position before. There is nothing worse than being in the middle seat because you're just squished, you're claustrophobic. But I will say this, if you are in the middle seat, you deserve both of the armrests. Like that's just rule for me. And if I am in the middle, then I'm going to claim those two armrests. Trust. But if I had to rank them, I would say aisle seat first, window seat second, middle seat third. And I get a lot of tall people prefer the aisle seat just so they can like stretch out their legs, right? But here I am, five foot four, loving the aisle seat. Why? Because I can stretch out my short legs, but I'm also closer to the bathroom. And if I have to pee and or poop, then I don't have to get up and be like, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, I gotta go, I gotta go. It's just right there. I don't have to bug anybody and I can get up and go. And then I'm the first one too to get up and go once the plane lands. So it's just like a win-win for me. Win, 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 win. All wins. If you're a middle seat prefer, if you prefer the middle seat, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm confused. I need to know why. Like, why would you prefer the middle seat? I, I genuinely, like, you would have to slide into my DMs and let me know because I just, I don't get it. Jeans on flights. This is what I wrote down in my notes. Jeans on flights, yes or no? Depending. I think it depends on the distance. I wore jeans just barely. They were fine. They were loose. I was only on the plane for an hour and a half. But if you're going to go, say, three plus hours on a flight, 
I would say no. I would say opt for the sweats or leggings. Especially, oh, international? No. No jeans. Nope. Could not. Nope. Never. But I also get it. Sometimes they can be comfy. They're comfy and cute. Other times you're just like, wear the sweatpants. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to go middleman on that because I think if the, if you're wearing the right pair, yes. If you're flying international, no. Also, same with like shoes. I've seen lots of people wear some funky shoes at the airport. And I just wonder like, first of all, how is that comfortable for you? Second of all, how is that realistic? Like, if you have to, like, run from one gate to the next to catch a flight, how is that working for you? Like, I see women in heels sometimes, and maybe they got a business meeting to catch, like, right off the bat. But you're telling me that's comfortable? There's no way. There's no way. Or, like, people who are done up, like, to the nines going to the airport, they took fashion show to a whole new level because they are ready. They are ready for New York Fashion Week. And I look like garbage rat. In my sweats and my hoodie and my messy bun. And that's okay. Because sometimes you need to take care of yourself when you're going to the airport. And sometimes you gotta look like trash. Other times, ball out. But for me personally, I'm always gonna be looking like a sewer rat pulling up to the airport. Because I'm never... The odds of me seeing these people ever again, very low. Ooh, this next one I wrote down. Bringing strong smelling foods onto flights. And like by this, I literally mean beef jerky. There... (laughs) I think it was my junior year of high school. This was the first like time I remember this happening to me. I was on a plane ride. I think we were going to New York. We were going to New York and DC for a school trip. And my friend Brooklyn was sitting next to me. And I remember that she had a pack of beef jerky. <laughs> and she opened it. And because there is no like good airflow in the airplane right it's just like recirculated air when I tell you I just smell beef jerky for like hours and I know she felt so bad she's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I was like no girl like you're fine but or like just like that smell I saw someone eating beef jerky in the airport today and I was like please do not open that during the flight because I know that is just going to smell but would I rather smell beef jerky or a child's dirty diaper I think they're tied would I rather smell beef jerky or hear the sound of a child screaming absolute bloody murder? I think still a tie because I think it's so bad. But I think, like, I understand the purpose of why, you know, people bring meals on planes. But when it just smells so strongly, I don't care if it's, like, fried chicken. I don't care if it's a club sandwich. Like, if it's just, like, a strong smell, I hate it. I just can't do it because it just lingers, like, the whole flight. Literally the whole flight. This is why they give you the complimentary snacks and drinks. Even though they're not actually complimentary, you paid for them. Speaking of that, let's talk about superior drinks. To me, ginger ale is going to be top tier forever and always. Like, it's okay in real life, like off the plane, like I'll get it at a restaurant sometimes. But like, I don't know if anyone can ever explain or tell me why ginger ale is so good. 10,000 feet up in the air I got like I'll get it regardless every time I go that or like a cranberry juice and I'm not a cranberry juice drinker normally but why do drinks taste so much better when you're 10,000 feet up in the air that is the question I'm asking and that is the answer I'm like I'm looking for an answer 
So if anyone knows if there's like, I doubt there's, huh, would there be a scientific like reason as to why drinks taste better? Like so high up in the air. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'm actually going to look that up after this episode. I'm not going to lie. But I do think it really is superior. I've never gotten like wine or like alcohol on a plane before. It just looks like the bottles don't look appealing. And I don't think I'd want to feel some type of way up in the air. But again, that's just me. Moving on to the airport snacks. I think there's like a ranking. And I obviously every airline's different. But I believe that there's a ranking of airport not airport airline snacks i would say my first one excuse me i just burped gross i would say my first snack that i would put up like tier one the biscoff cookies from delta like could i buy them outside of the airplane absolutely they're literally at my grocery store i could buy them right now but again it's one of those cases where they taste better ten thousand feet up in the air i'm also a whore for pretzels any shape, just like the cute little bag it comes in with my little ginger ale. I think that tastes so good. One time on American Airlines, they gave us mini waffles. I don't know if you guys know what that is. They're just little like biscuit cookies with caramel inside, like a little like fancy ass Oreo, but with caramel instead of like cream. I would also say that's tier one. Like my top tier is the Biscoff cookies, the pretzels, and the waffles. And then you get down further when they're like oh, if you want Cheez-Its, or here's, like, a Nutri-Grain bar. Like, I don't want crumbs all over myself, babe. No. Again, I can buy that at home, but it's, like, so funny because I could buy the Biscoff, too. But I'm going to prefer it again on the airplane. Choosing a movie, like, when I have my snacks right and I'm choosing a movie, I don't think, I know some people are, like, no, I stick to, like, one genre or, like, there's one movie they consistently watch. It truly just depends on the mood. Sometimes I don't even want to watch a movie. Like, I just want to plug in the headphones, listen to my downloaded music, and, like, pass away. And just, like, close my little eyes. But then sometimes when I do that, I'm afraid I'm going to miss the snacks. So I get paranoid. So I'm, like, opening my eyes every five seconds. So I'm not even actually sleeping. Um, gum. I don't know about you guys, but my ears always just pop. I'm sure it's for everyone. But I could never get my ears to pop as a kid and that feeling of just like it being clogged always hurt. So I always have to carry gum on me along with chapstick. I think being up in the air just dries out my lips. I, I'm sure, again, there are scientific like ways as to why. But I just don't understand how my lips get so disgustingly dry up in the air. So I always carry either like a little tube of chapstick or a little tube of Vaseline and put that on throughout the flight just because it feels so gross. If I'm flying overnight or for an extended period of time, I bring a little like face mask, like a little hydrating one, like the Neutrogena one, or just like cute little one from Target, a little sheet mask, and just put it on towards the end of the flight just to feel less gross. Um, But that's only if I'm not wearing makeup, which I feel like the majority of the time I'm not. But again, there are times when the people want to slay and we'll let them slay. Um, People who clap when the plane lands forever go on like my worst fears list which I do still have on my notes app and I'm still adding to like we get it we made it but why are you clapping also why are you standing up as soon as we land and the seatbelt sign has not gone off yet 
let me know. Or, you know, when they're like, ding, ding. And then as soon as that happened, all the seatbelts automatically click and everyone's up. It's like, baby, we are not even like connected to the little, the thing that takes us to the gate, the little walkway is not even connected to the plane. So why are you getting up? We're all going to get out. We're all going eventually like sit down or unless like you're connecting flight, which is a whole other topic of conversation for me. Connecting flights are a no. I prefer a one way if that is at all possible because I've missed connecting flights before and you're running and you're sweating and you get there and it turns out it's already gone and it's just sad. But when they're like, oh, we have people who are trying to catch connecting flights, like please let them through first and no one does anything. Like, everyone lost all their brain cells while they were up in the air, so they just can't understand the instruction. So interesting. Also, the way that you can never, and I mean never, understand what the captain is saying when they get on the mic. And I'll joke about this with my friends sometimes when they're like, this is the captain speaking. And, like, you literally can't hear them. You're like, okay, yeah. Or the flight attendants when they do the demonstration of, like, the exits are to the front to the side and to the back and we have life vests underneath your seat and the mask above your head and if you can't help your kid help yourself first and you're just like all right well I, at this point I could be a flight attendant but I just think it's so funny how you can literally never hear the captain speak because they always try and be funny or say something and you're just like no one caught it girl no one caught it also mechanical problems there are sometimes when like the weather's bad and they're like sorry we can't take off because of like the weather or Turns out there's a mechanical problem. And without fail, there's always, always someone next to me like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe they didn't check it sooner. Or like, why can't we fly? Well, Miss Girl, we can't fly because it's snowing or like raining. And like, they literally can't. Like, like they just explained. So I'll never understand why people like complain because we all are trying to go to the same destination. We all have somewhere to be. But like, we can't do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why complain also screaming children I think growing up I was one of those people that would like look at parents and be like why aren't you shutting your kid up right now and then I get older I'm like maturing is realizing that these parents are trying to do the best that they can I think they know obviously that flying with a young child toddler or whatever is very difficult and they don't need anybody else like making that known on today's flight, there was a kid screaming. Again, absolute bloody murder. And I just felt so bad because it was a dad just doing it by himself. And the lady next to me just kept looking over and making an eye. And I almost wanted to be like, girl, there he is doing everything he can. And like, I know he feels bad. So you do not need to make him feel even worse by like making that look. So if you're a parent and you're flying and your child's crying and you're doing everything you can, Do not worry. This is why, again, this is why we bring the AirPods, the noise cancellation headphones, so we can just plug those babies in, turn on noise cancellation, and listen to the music instead of the screaming child. But I will say this. Change your child's diaper. I don't know if you guys have ever been on a flight where you can smell a child's diaper, and I think this surpasses the beef jerky and the strong-smelling food. Oh my gosh so bad so bad and it's just like yeah I don't I really don't know if that's ever happened to you guys but I think I've literally sat by a child where I'm like excuse me 
your child needs to be changed because like there are smells coming out of that diaper like they are locked and loaded and like if anything were to happen like we hit one round of turbulence and that diaper explodes like we're all done for so crazy literally crazy how flying is a simulation how everyone's flying to one place at the same time or like going somewhere it's also crazy to me that within like a matter of hours you were in a completely different place like that was actually mind-boggling to me the way that in nine hours I can be from Salt Lake to London like I remember just feeling like a complete dream and just like actual simulation of when we landed that I was like oh it only took a couple of hours and like and I'm in a completely different country where they do things a lot differently than they do at home and they use different kinds of currency and they drink different things like I don't know I was having one of those like weird moments where I'm connecting all the dots and I'm just like that's actually insane so I don't know if you guys are planning on traveling soon or you have traveled and you're like oh yeah I can relate to some of this or you listen to this and you were like I actually don't understand at all what you're saying and you're actually insane two ends of the spectrum I get either or those are just some of like the hot takes and I think that I need to take this advice and you guys too. We all need to get signed up for TSA pre-check, girl, because they they get they get through so quickly. So quickly. I mean, I don't mind waiting in line, but I think it's only like 80 bucks for like 5 years, I think. I wonder how much the clear one is too. I don't know. I'll have to look into that, but I feel like I don't fly enough that I should purchase it. But I want to know if it's like a good investment as well. Let me know if you have TSA pre-check. Let me know how much it was and also how long it lasts for. If not, I guess I'll continue to show up to the airport an hour and a half earlier than what is actually needed and then just sit at the gate. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys, obviously, about my big yikes moment. So <laughs> we went to Disneyland and parked hop, Amanda and I, this weekend. Started the day off in Disneyland very strong. Went over to California Adventure. Last year we went and we weren't able to get on the Incredicoaster. And so this year we were like, okay, we really want to go and I think it'd be really fun. And we're like, okay, perfect. Um, But it started kind of like sprinkling when we got there. And I think that's why the line was so short. But Amanda and I were like, oh, it's chill, like whatever. And we were just talking. I was like, this ride is actually like really fun. I have a good time on it. And Amanda's like, I haven't been on it in forever. So it'll be really fun to like experience it. Anyway, so we get in. And the ride like shoots up, right? It's like, it's like five, four, three, two, one, and it goes. And then you immediately go through this tunnel. So we start, like the whole thing goes and we start shooting up the tunnel. We get like halfway through the tunnel because we're at like the top of, we're in the front of the ride. So the front of our cart gets to the top of the ride, like the top of the hill, and it just breaks and it stops and the lights go out. And I immediately go, hello. And Amanda goes, <laughs> is this like supposed to be a part of the ride and I was like no like we shouldn't have stopped and keep in mind we're at an angle we're at like a slant I wouldn't say I don't know what degree but we were like sorry I just keep burping gross we're on like a pretty deep slant like my back you know like my back is decompressing so and then someone gets over the mic and they're like sorry like the ride stopped like we're going to get the mechanics up there and like the crash team to get you guys down. Like just hang tight. And I'm not too afraid of heights, but I'm, I start thinking about like, okay, like we're pretty high up 
and these stairs are at a slant like how are they going to get us out of here they have the mechanic guys strapped like to a cord like they're strapped to the stairs and i'm like if the guys are strapped to the stairs like why aren't we going to be strapped to the stairs like this is actually insane and the cute little old guy who's opening the little like our handles the safety bar is literally the old guy from pinocchio i shit you not like that is him and he's helping all of us get up and out so he undoes our seat cover things and he's like hey like lean back on your seat and get out and like step on this little platform and then come to the stairs and I like look down I'm like oh my gosh we're so far up and like it's raining and like what if I slip and I fall and then I asked the lot like the lady who's helping us I was like um are we gonna get compensated at all she's like oh yeah we're gonna give you guys one free lightning lane pass which is like fine like we'll take it but I was like damn there are people who are afraid of heights aka me and like what if i fall and slip going down here because it's it's raining so the tunnels cover a little bit and there's stairs going down but then to get out of the ride you have to go out and it was like starting to rain pretty hard at this point and so i was just going so slow and hoped that i didn't slip but anywhere i'll attach a picture because you man took one of me walking down the stairs in the moment like it probably doesn't sound super scary right but in that moment i was like oh my god what if we slip and we fall and i like am like a bowling ball and i hit all these people like a bunch of pins because there was a lot of people in front of me going downstairs and we couldn't even finish the ride and i felt so bad because she hadn't been on that ride in a long time and i was like oh my gosh wait it's such a fun one and then we got stuck And then we were like, oh, is it going to run again? They're like, no, we're going to close it down because the world of color is starting and like, it's just not working. So we're done. So anyway, that was a big yikes moment for me. Maybe it doesn't sound like a big yikes moment. It is very funny. We also saw like two people get proposed to without fail. Someone's going to get proposed to another big yikes is that we tried to order beignets and a mint julep to share. Um, but the time like we went to go pick up the mobile order pickup, the line was so long. We're like, oh, we can go squeeze in another ride and come back for sure. So we tried to do that and then we came back too late. And so we spent the money to get it, but we didn't actually get it. So I guess there was two big yikes for the week, even though that's definitely a first world problem. I realize there are bigger problems out in the world, but nonetheless, still very funny and still a big yikes. But traveling is so much fun i'm grateful i have the opportunity to go to these fun and different places and make new memories but there are things that will forever be weird and stick out to me every time i travel and maybe the next time you travel you'll think about this stuff too but i hope you guys had a good week i know this episode shorter i like to keep them short when i'm alone um but i love you i love you i love you you can follow me on instagram and tiktok at the big yikes podcast and let me know what you thought of this week's episode have a good one love ya bye